Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack, with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode eight, recorded on July 14th, 2017, where we talk about the July updates to Power BI. Morning, John. Good morning, Jason. How are you this fine day? I am excellent. I am highly caffeinated and uh, ready to rock and roll. It is awesome. uh, today is seven fourteen, July fourteenth of uh, twenty seventeen. It and, is, and uh, you know we're we're finally getting back into the swing of doing this uh, the bifocal show on a more regular basis. Well, that's two within the period of about a month. Yeah. We've got a couple more that we're going to record as well, but um, I like to make sure we're going to start saying the date right up front because, you know, things change way too rapidly. This is something we've they, talked about that we've got to make sure that we tell people when it is because we now have a backlog of episodes from this time last year. We All we did was say July. Oh, yeah, we're going to be in Seattle and this <laughs> and that, and, and we're going to be at Ignite, and we're going to start saying those same kinds of things. It's just the difference is, is that now we're in 2017. Yeah, there is that. There is that. <laughs> Same conference is different year. Exactly. So it's exciting to be back with the new website and everything and, you know, new hosting platform, uh, mm-hmm. you know, starting to get this whole thing underway. We've got show notes that are going to be out there for every episode. And hopefully everybody has found us through their favorite, uh, you know, podcasting uh, app. You know, whether it be Stitcher or through, you know, iTunes or, you know, Overcast or, you know, Shout Blaster or, you know, Cloud This, any of those, uh, you should be able to find us on at this point. And we're just going to spend some time talking about business intelligence. Just just like downtown. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's, there's always there's always lots to talk about in this space. Huh? You know, it, with, with as rapidly as things change in the service and, you know, how how far advanced the desktop has come since we started doing this together. Uh, mm. You know, it's, it's exciting to, to have new stuff to talk about so frequently. Um, we're going to spend less time on quote unquote, the news. There are some great, the news type of shows out there. And we're going to focus more on the, the tooling and what's in there. Um, yep. So, you know, as this is uh, as episode number, I think we're calling this now episode number eight. Um, you know, just from a, an upfront perspective, one of the things that we've talked about is let's make sure that we talk about what's new with Power BI yeah. and SQL Server uh, for all intents and purposes as well. And anything reporting like in the Microsoft space, we're Microsoft guys. We bleed blue, kind of Vulcan-like almost, uh, <laughs> you know. And, that's green, but that's, but hey, who's counting? Well, but, but <laughs> once it, you know... That was well, a nerd. We're geek that out. was that was a nerd test, John, and you uh, you passed the nerd test. Um, hey, you had I, to pick Star Trek, didn't you? I did. That's my thing. I, I'm well aware. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I I bleed both Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm just uh, okay. a, I'm just a star fan. Um, uh, okay. So, but more to the point, uh, we're going to spend some time talking about what's new with the with the products. We're also going to try and say. Uh, yeah, up to date on any of the big, big announcements in the BI space, but our focus really is going to be on the Microsoft side of the house here, because um, honestly, there's too much to talk about, and we're going to try and keep this consumable for people and keep it to 30 minutes or less on every episode, 
yep. we may have a special guest or something that takes us longer. Um, but for, for the most part, that's our goal with the show at this point uh, as we look to move forward. Um, so let's talk about what's new. Yeah, well, there's been, a, there's been a few things just in the last couple of weeks or so. I guess it was last week um, they announced the July version of the Power BI desktop client. Um, and there's, you know, there's a new version of the desktop client every single month. Uh, some of those releases are more exciting than others. This one was, I would call, fairly major. It's not, not the biggest one they've ever done, but there's an awful lot of, uh, of good stuff in it. There's, uh, you know, there's always changes to the main, uh, the main engine. Uh, that's a good thing. Yes. Um, but uh, but it, but it, but two things jump out at me uh, in, in this particular release. Uh, they've had in preview a new version of the table and matrix visuals. So you know the table visual that's been there since day one with the oh, Power, yeah. with Power BI Desktop and in the service. It was um, let's say oh but ugly. I think is is the term. I was going to call it undynamic. But yeah, you okay, know, that's, we, that's if you, true too. If you want to go to honesty, then yeah, it's pretty but ugly. <laughs> I agree. They added some. Uh, they added some nice enhancements uh, last year that let you style it. Um, and you, you know, we started to see some nice, you know, dark background on the headers, and th things of that nature. But they've got a whole new version of it, and it behaves differently. Um, uh, as you might know, the uh, the previous version of the table was just that; it was just a display of data. Well, this one is, as you say, more dynamic. Um, and now I can click on a row and cross filter all the other visuals, so it behaves like all the other visuals do. Holy as, as, cow, as you are you kidding? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And it's got some nice uh, nice conditional formatting with data bars or or you know, basically like Excel does. So we're getting a little little closer to the whole um, pivot uh, pivot table capability that you that you might use Excel for. So you know, to, um, to that end, I, I we you, we before we started our recording, you were showing me some behind the scenes look at uh, what Unlimited Viz is doing with some of your new uh, products that you're going to bring to market, which is you know, really cool stuff that you guys yep. do. But the thing that jumped out at me right right at the beginning when we started talking was the, the conditional formatting in the table. I, it was it it drew my eye exactly to the right places where I was needing to look for the thing that we were talking about. We were looking at some usage data, and it jumped right out at. Oh, there were two users who were the massive users yep. of that particular site that you were showing me, and yep. really uh, just instantly drew my eye and that's one of the things that for me bi has to do is it has to be you know that dashboard like capability it, you know when it, even though maybe a report it needs to give me that draw your eye to the right spot so you can start making decisions rapidly uh and this actually does that which the table did not give us before and yeah, you'd, you'd have to agonize over which, you know, which, 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 what do you want to piv effectively pivot on? I don't want to use that. That's the wrong word. But what do you want to focus on? What do you want to bring to the top? And if you've got multiple columns, how do you know which is the most important? Well, the, the data bars draw your eye to the, re the correct one for each column. So, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Now, the other thing that uh, you're going to talk about here that, uh, you know, while we, while we were sitting there, I hadn't mm -hmm. had an opportunity. I've just come back from being on vacation and doing all these things family wise and then immediately turned around and go to I went to Inspire this week. Oh uh, yeah. So on my main desktop uh machine that I use, it's a it's a laptop, but it's I it's docked all the time, so it's basically a desktop. Uh, I didn't carry it with me. I took my Surface Pro 4 with me to Inspire. I hadn't installed the July update yet. And so right. I just installed it. And you know, I, I will say in the desktop things visually 
just you know as someone who uses the desktop very frequently visually i was drawn to the fact that they're it's a little bit cleaner they've done some things uh in the ribbon and you know mm -hmm. even the visualization section that make it a, a different visual experience just slightly but aesthetically more pleasing i will say uh you yep. know I, I, the the they've Fit made changes to how we find visuals yeah. And oh well, that's a big one. Yeah, it's it's very clear as to how you find that now. So the they they did away with the website that was buried that you had to Google yeah, Bing the, for. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then uh, what they've done is they well the, a, a couple of months ago they took the custom visuals gallery off of its own site. Actually, it may still be running with the same back end, but the, it's essentially gone away. And they put it in the office store. So. Old guys like me, you know, couldn't find anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, you get used to it. But what they did with the July update is they actually integrated that gallery into um, into the the desktop itself. So now, I when I want to uh, go add another visual, I can just hit that little ellipsis in the visuals box, and instead of uh, just being able to import a visual, which you would have had to have downloaded from the gallery, it will go straight to the store, and I can pick from a list and I can search, and it works rather well. I got, I've got to say, so. So that's another great big improvement. We used to have to educate people in our in our sessions about yeah. where to go to find these custom visuals. Now it's look, just point here. Well, the thing that I like about it is is that there's a big button in the ribbon now. That's yeah. That, you know, get visuals, you know, from store or from file. And when you click on the store button, I don't know what they've done to supercharge the the click through to it it used to be dog slow and yeah you know, when, when you click on anything in the ribbon to go external this is now going out to the as you said the office store which we mm -hmm. were both kind of skeptical on because the office <laughs> store it's kind of crap uh you know it, finding <laughs> you things said it is, i didn't I, say it <laughs> i take ownership finding things in the office store when you go to the office store website it was not the best user experience i'll be polite now uh, now that now that I've called it crap, um, the 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 experience was was not very positive. And what they've done, and I'm not sure how they've done. It, I'm looking forward to talking to some folks at Microsoft to understand what they've done. The visual there is much easier to use. It uh, you know abstracts away the browser side of it, and it's just pulling it yep. directly into a, a part you know a part of uh, of the desktop. But it's fast. Yeah, it's it's it lightning fast. Clicks through super fast. Finding things is is a similar experience to what you'll find in the office store, but more targeted to this. Whereas the other options were always it would bring in when I was looking for Outlook add-ins, it would bring in PowerPoint add. It's like that's not what I'm looking for. And so this this seems to be much better from a targeting perspective. Yep, and it's specific to, to Power BI itself. Yeah. And and on that, um, there are a lot of visuals in that gallery. Every time I click on it, oh, let's look through the top. There's always something new in there. One of the things that you you saw just before we came on uh, that caught my eye was, uh, uh, I can't, I, I wish I could attribute it properly, but there's a heat map visual, a new heat map visual, which if you've used, um, if you use power map in the past, you're, you're used to the, the way it would map that on a three-dimensional surface. Well, this is a two-dimensional map, but now mm -hmm. you can put these, the, this, this heat map visual on, on there as well. And there's an awful lot of use cases for that. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm finding uh, ways, to, ways to use that visual on, on a fairly frequent basis. Is that the ArcGIS maps for Power BI no. or is that a different one? No, ArcGIS is a, just a different 
basically it's a that was the Esri. I'll call it a better replacement to the built-in map map view, but it's uh, it's 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 heat maps specifically. So it'll do contour maps and heat maps, which will show you the intensity of data, how much of that data is in a particular geographic area. All right, John, is, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna challenge you here. We're gonna yep. put that into the show notes as to which one that is, because yep. we can't call it out right now. Let's at least put it in the show notes. So go yep. off to the site, and you guys can uh, can find out what that. Uh, with that web part, <laughs> I called it a web part. How about that yeah, SharePoint guy? <laughs> Power, Power BI uh, Visual man, I, I've, yep. I've spent way too much time looking at the SPFX stuff as a as a non dev. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so what what cool. else is there? Uh, you know, so, so well, July was there. There was more to it than just desktop, co right? Yeah. Coincident with that, and this just was a post that came out yesterday, and it, it, it's really this is a, a product that sits in the background. It doesn't take anybody's attention. But it's really important, which is the uh, on-premises data gateway. Um, and the on-premises data gateway, as you know, uh, works with Flow and Power Apps and some other Azure services. But it's it's big to Power BI because it brings that on-premises data up to up to the cloud for you. Really makes Power BI an enterprise product in, in my in my mind. And so it got enhancements too. And none of these really um, are, are particularly earth-shattering unless you use a couple of these connectors that it now now newly supports. But the important thing to remember is to keep this gateway up to date. This is really the reason I wanted to bring it up was um, we may forget because it's so invisible, it's so behind the scenes, we may forget to keep that thing up to date. Um, but we get a new version of the desktop comes along. It's got, it takes advantage of some new capabilities in the mashup, which is basically our power query um, engine. Uh, if the if the engine doesn't support those those features, something's going to break. So we should always try to keep them in lockstep, and that's what the July update of the um, on-premises data gateway does for us. Awesome. So is there a uh, is there a clean way to keep your data gateway up to date? Is there you know one of the nice things about the uh, the desktop is that it alerts you when it's when there's a new version. And I haven't checked in the in the data gateway to see yeah. if there's any type of uh, of self-reporting. Hey, you need to go up, do an update or an auto update or, or anything. It you know because it's not a part of the Windows stack, therefore it's not going to get right. an auto update type of function. Yeah. But is there anything out there? You know, unfortunately, Power BI Desktop doesn't just say click here and we'll go update you. You actually have to yeah. go out and download Exited. it. Yeah. But you know, is there any function inside of the data in the gateway? that is popping that for people or is there you know is it just something that they need to go out to the blog or to uh to our our, our site to go and find out when that is happening are you suggesting that we keep uh keep track of when this thing gets updated and stay well, on top of that i think okay. we may have i think we may have a page <laughs> off of the bifocal site that will be showing the uh, current rev and uh and a link off to that for people so they can stay up to date it, it, it is a good question as to whether or not there's a clean way or what the notification is, because there used to be one. I haven't checked recently. I haven't checked since, you know, the early days of V1 before, you know, we had a separate UI for it before July 2015. But it used to be you'd go into the data gateway running and it would basically it would tell you that you know, you've got a gateway that's out of date. There was a more recent version. I have not seen that since we've had the new version of Power BI. That might be a good uh, good suggestion because, again, like I say, it's it stays in the background. You don't notice it. It doesn't come to your attention until yeah. something breaks. So yeah, that's that's a that's a it's a good suggestion. So we should we, we'll we'll take that up with the product team when we're out in Seattle in a couple of weeks and make that's sure that gets surfaced. But a very um, good idea. Yeah. In, in the interim, it's still going to be something that we'll create a page off of the uh, mm -hmm. you know 
uh, bifocal.show site of, uh, of what the current rev is and things like that. And any, any new things that we start to see that pop in there and start to keep a running log of that for folks. Uh, just yep. like, you know, the, back in the day, everybody had a SharePoint versions, you know, what, the, the, uh, the patch version. Todd Clint still keeps his Todd's got the best every one, yeah. single month. So, you know, that's a, that's a great one, but uh, yep. we'll, we'll start to keep something for people on the, uh, on the data gateway side of things here. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea, actually. So let's 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 do that. We'll throw it on the bifocal website. There you go. So um, yeah, I, I I'm going to suggest that we skip uh yeah we, a couple of these topics that we have here and put them into our next show. But let, sure. let's talk about the Power BI web part. Ah, the Power BI web part, my favorite. Um, it's uh. It went GA. We talked about it in our last show, right? Yeah. Uh, we, it was it was announced at the uh, at the Microsoft Data Summit that the Power BI web part uh, had gone GA. Have you seen it? I have. I, oh, I've seen it, but it still says preview. Does yours still say preview? You know, I haven't checked because I threw it on the page so instantly because there were we had I had so many reports I wanted people to start seeing uh, yeah. more frequently. Uh, so I haven't looked in just a little bit. Uh, but while we're talking and while you're explaining to people why this is such a great thing, I will pop into <laughs> one of my sites and uh, and go take a look here. Yeah, because we're in, we're in first release, and so we we've had this thing um, since I think January um, in our in our tenant um, Power BI web part. For those who don't already know, is a way of embedding Power BI reports on a SharePoint page. Uh, it needs to be a modern SharePoint page, but uh, it's it's fantastic. It uh, it's fast. It's it, I almost said fast and fluid. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back a few years on that one. Um, but it, it, essentially, if you want to share a report with a wider audience and you don't want them to have to go to uh, over to the Power BI client to, uh, to see reports, you can put your report on a page in context. And you can combine that, of course, with other web parts, have a conversation around it, or just use it to highlight the, the page you have. Um, we first showed this web part at Ignite last year. Uh, and it, like I say, it went uh, it went into uh, uh, first release tenants uh, in in January, but it, and it was really uh, announced to be GA. So I'm I'm what I'm what I don't know yet is if the if the name just hasn't been updated or uh, uh, or, <laughs> or or it is in fact we're still, the fact that we're still running the uh, the preview version of the web part. But uh, so uh, it, do, it does still say in my production tenant preview. Yep. Yeah. Um, but from my understanding, uh, it is, it's rolling out across the world, yeah. um, to all tenants at this point, not just first release tenants, uh, cause it is general availability. So if it doesn't show name, yeah. yeah, if it doesn't show up in your tenant, uh, don't be discouraged. It will, uh, it's being, they're, they're being rolled out across the world at this point. Um, so it's something to take a look in the admin center to see, uh, if, you know, what, what, where, where things are for you, because uh, it should show up in your uh, notifications pane in the admin center um, as to whether or not it's hit your tenant at this point. Uh, yep. I, I would say it's part of the that it's uh, it is the GA version because they announced GA and that's a thing. Yeah. Um, but at this point, it's uh, I, th I think it's just the name. I think they probably forgot that it's got a a parentheses preview on it. Um, yep. Well, that, 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 that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
know, John, we're in the interest of trying to keep these things uh, to uh, a reasonable amount of time. Let's talk for just a minute. Um, and our next episode, uh, I want to make sure that we cover off all of the reporting server stuff, workplace analytics, and uh, and premium updates. So that we're just going to drop a little tease about that. Uh, you know, uh, we'll good. talk more on the server side, on prem side of the story, and and more user focused as opposed to just service update. Um, but uh, in just a matter of a month and a half, we're coming up on Ignite. Is it that close? End of September. Oh no, two months. Yeah, hey, you months, know, it feels like it's around the corner. But well, a, what, a month away, we'll be in Seattle together. Oh, what, that. What, what conference is that? That'd be SharePoint Fest. Ah, Seattle SharePoint. Fest. And and so we're 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 doing the the nuts and bolts of Power BI. What yep. is it? How do you use it? Let, you know, the goal of it's going to be to walk out of there with an understanding of what you can do. Now the yep. cool thing is, if you're going to SharePoint Fest, and this isn't, you know, we do this this session all over the world at different conferences, but it's a unique opportunity at this particular SharePoint Fest, and I don't know if they're going to do it in Chicago in December again as well. Um, but at this particular SharePoint Fest, Trebgat is doing his yeah. dashboards in a day session the next day, which is really cool because you can come to our workshop and hear all the background and understand the whole thing and nuts nuts to bolts and be able to get a basic understanding and then Treb's going to walk you through how to do stuff and if I'm not mistaken you can Bring use your in. own data in that as well I, I don't think he's using dummy data like requirement in it like you bring your own machine and you get to walk through and and actually build out some dashboards it's a pretty cool thing and yeah, he helps yeah, his, you do that it is more of a tutorial right you got you got the hands-on on piece of it we're showing you all the tools in the toolkit and he's going to walk you through using those tools to to build your own house it's a good two-day in-depth on power bi we'll cover off some of the on-prem bits just a little bit just to make sure people have part of the picture right I mean, yeah if you want to use power bi and you can't go to the cloud it's that's a very important part but yeah i, I completely um, agree but you know th this is a good opportunity for people who are trying to learn this stuff uh to go off and do that now i will also say uh, Ted Patterson is still doing his course. We had Ted as a right. guest on our show, uh, which, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's doing a five-day or a three-day course as well. Uh, so if people are looking for more in-depth training, uh, definitely. We, we've we've I've personally reviewed uh, Ted's course. It's phenomenal. Um, so if you're he's, not able to make it to Seattle, his stuff, yep. he, I believe he does online as well. So, you know, yep. as a remote thing. So definitely yep, something yep. worth checking out. And After then we send customers are looking for training, that's for sure. There you go. And then about a month later after that, that's right, in Orlando, Florida, and they just announced the party, by the way. Oh, did is, they? I, yeah, I haven't caught that. Two parks of Universal. Oh, nice. So it's nice. We're not going to Disney this time. We're going to Universal, which, you know, I usually end up at Disney, so I'm kind of excited to go to Universal yeah, yeah, this yeah. time. Universal's kind of more fun. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little bit more just move, cool movie focused. They've updated yep. a lot of stuff recently. So it'll be very cool. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I've been there since 2001. So you haven't been to the new Harry Potter World stuff. I don't that's know if correct, that's yes. whether it's open uh, at that point or not for us that night, but I'm hoping. Um, yep. But because uh, my kids are huge Harry Potter fans. Um, <laughs> but so I am, uh, you know, working on uh, a couple of sessions. I believe that you're still working on getting some nope, sessions. Got one. Yay! Awesome. Yay. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we will both be at Ignite doing sessions, speaking. I'm working on a full day pre-con. I'm uh, proctoring and doing a, a bit of identity 
uh, for oh, uh, cool. for a pre full day pre-con. And then I'm doing a session with the aforementioned Todd Clint on uh, yeah. on-prem SharePoint uh, server migration. So that'll be very cool. And I'm sure we'll end up doing other stuff. But more importantly than more all important of those life. things... We're going to be doing some live recording of the podcast at Ignite at with Ignite. some special guests. We're not going to announce the special guests yet. We're lo- working right. on locking them in, but there's some pretty cool names. It's going to be awesome stuff. Absolutely. So, with that, John. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I, I can't wait. You know, it's been a while since we've hung out. It's been a whole three, two, three weeks. So, weeks. yeah, we'll get we'll get some SharePoint Fest love, and then we'll be at Ignite. Um, and That's then we'll, all good keep doing this more regularly so keep an eye on the site but with that i think it's time for us to wrap the show let's wrap it how are we doing on time oh we're under it we're under 30 minutes so i think we're doing pretty well so all right well thank you all for tuning in and we will look forward to uh you know keep please please come back and uh leave us some comments on the show on, on the show page love to hear from our from our listeners uh five star ratings are always appreciated uh <laughs> if you want to give us a one star rating uh we're, we're the microsoft cloud show uh but that's you know, right <laughs> no, we got to give shout out to ac and cj uh they've laid a great foundation for for a lot of the rest of us who are trying to do these things that's for uh, sure so go rate them five stars too but uh john good talking to you always good to see you my man all right take care Take it easy. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bifocal Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or via your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter at Bifocal Show. The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal Podcasts can be found on the Bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal Podcast is Indie Rock by Scott Holmes and is shared in the Creative Commons.